All right. Um, what episode number we on? Two ninety eight. Two ninety eight. Two ninety eight. A technical file. Uh, we ain't gonna hold you. Just a duo this week. It's just me duo, and Ken. Dynamic duo out here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim is not joining us. He is under the weather, and Camille had um, some tough times in her family. So mm-hmm. please lift her and her family up um, this week. Absolutely. Um, but I am the Eric J. I'm only the Eric J. Um, and. Um, yeah, and I am um, K. Harris, the gentleman, <laughs> um, the everyday gentleman. It's so hard with because they add, they help my intro, so it throw me off. Um, the everyday gentleman. Um, but yeah, y'all know who I am by now. Yes, sir. Um, so again, it's just the two of us. So it's a little bit of a pared down mm-hmm. um, version this week. No game that needs a name. Nah. Uh, Sports Factor Week. I'm pulling one out my ass. Yesterday was the <laughs> anniversary of um, KD's toe on the line. Oh. Uh, that is like one of As Tim would say, Sideshow Bob. <laughs> sideshow Bob, yeah. Uh, Why was they so late in the, season, in the year? Because uh, of COVID. Like, oh, they yeah, start, yeah, they after started, the bubble, yeah, they started yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, yep. I, um, I also think either yesterday or the day before yesterday was the anniversary of um, Game 7 Cavs uh, Warriors. So oh, okay. A couple important Game 7s. Probably two of the more entertaining games that we've seen. Like both were like defensive struggles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Like I think that overtime session was probably the ugliest five minutes of basketball I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but it's also like a new core memory for yeah. me. Like it's, it's like one of the happiest moments of my life. My basketball watching live um, there. So yeah, shout out to uh, to Giannis and the crew. Yeah, it was a good time for the city, man. It was good to see the city happy, everybody come together and stuff like that. That was the moment he jumped on the bandwagon. I, I was, hey, I, I wanted them to win because I'm from here. I ain't jump on the bandwagon. Y'all ain't heard me say nothing about no bucks this year. So I ain't jump on the bandwagon. But it was good. No, I was happy for y'all, though, because, like, y'all been riding, like, diehards for the bucks for the longest. So it was good to see y'all, like, actually get one. And I think Camille and I were supportive of you the year before. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, y'all were, that y'all were. Was. Yeah, Tim was. Tim always hating. Oh, hating ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but with that being said, please make sure that you uh, subscribe to Technical File on YouTube. We mm-hmm. are doing a, a push right now. It's very important for us to get to 500 subscribers. So please, Absolutely please, do please, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, hit the little. Hit the little subscribe button down mm-hmm. there. Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live Tuesday around 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7 o'clock on the dot right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll know when we go live. Uh, if you are listening to this on an audio platform, just go to YouTube, subscribe. Do it. Keep listening to it wherever you want to. Just make sure you subscribe on, on Exactly, YouTube. man. Um, I mean, comment, join us. Uh, like People be having fun in the comments. I see... Uh, yeah. Slides in the comments. So now. What's going on, brother? Welcome. Yes, we did deserve that title. Yeah, uh, yeah. We did. need another one though. 
<laughs> um, and one other thing. So next week, Wednesday, Locked On Bucks is having a live show. Mm-hmm. Um, so please go out and support Camille because she is officially a co-host of Locked On, Locked on Bucks. Out here. Um, burr, 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 burr. Official part-time fill-in <laughs> guest host on Locked On Bucks. Out here. So we both uh, at least things. try to be there. Um, but yes, it's uh, Wednesday, June 28th at Broken I knew I was going to mess that up. Broken Bat Brewery. Broken Bat. Yeah. Um, in Milwaukee. So, I believe it starts at 7, but don't quote me on that. Um, and with that being said, we will get right into the topics of discussion for this week. Yes. <laughs> okay. Make sure it ain't loud. It's fine. I got headphones on. We ain't that about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is the NBA-heavy show. Um, we are officially in draft week, but we are kicking things off with a trade. Um, the Washington Wizards traded three-time All-Star Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns for Chris Paul and Landry Shamit. I believe six second-round picks and two pick swaps. Um, the trade has not yet been made official. Um, the holdup is that the, uh, <coughs> the Wizards are trying to reroute Chris Paul to a more preferred destination. Mm-hmm. Um, he might as well come to LA. More than likely, he will come. Yeah, it makes sense for him <laughs> to just come to the Lakers. Uh, I don't know if it's the Lakers, but he will be come to <laughs> probably be going to LA. His family is there. Um, he prefers to be on the West Coast and close to them. Um, but he also wants to be on a contender. So um, we'll see what happens. That's why he needs that. to come to LA. Lakers. If you, if you hear that trade package and it's like, that's all it took. Yeah, it's Bradley Bill keep, had yeah. a no trade clause on his contract, um, so he basically got to pick where he, he wanted to go. He also has some control over the package that the teams could <laughs> offer for him. Um, like it was kind of rude for him to. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, like he picked a team where it's like they don't have shit to trade that for Washington. Um, mm-hmm. Like, but I guess they just got cap relief. Yeah, I, I was I was shocked actually. I didn't know. I wasn't expecting like him to go to the Suns because like the Suns are hella top heavy now. So like, okay, one thing that like I seen people like jumping out the window like, oh, now the West is gonna be this, West is to be that. Bradley Bill going to the Suns is not going to change the West right away. Actually, like especially not next year. Like it's not going to automatically jump the Suns to be a contender because w- what else do they have? First of all, who go play defense? Bradley Bill played what fifty? He played fifty games last year, so health issues. We got to, you know, hopefully he stays healthy. He he can he, he averages thirty points a game, so we know he go get points. But then it's like when when it's so top heavy, how do you fill in the rest of the roster? And then like I need I need you to explain the CBA to me a little bit so I can understand why they okay, basically you got, you gotta themselves. Ask, you got to ask specific questions because <laughs> so like in this case like since um, because you can't basically build teams anymore right or you can't get vets like for the vet man to fill in your rosters anymore, you can right? only get vets so that's the, the only thing you can do pretty much yeah so okay. so one. Next week, Phoenix wouldn't have been able to do this trade. Like, okay, until J- July first, we're still under the old CBA. Okay, um, so like there, it's arcane. But like basically, the Suns could take in up to one hundred and twenty-five percent of the salary that they sent out this okay. week. Next week, that drops to one, like a uh, hundred and ten percent. So like they can only 
add 10% to whatever they were sending out. Okay. Um, and like that little bit of difference <laughs> made up um, like the di- discrepancy between Shamit and Paul's contract versus Bill's. Okay, okay. Um, basically, this blows Phoenix past the second tax apron, which is like the the really punitive one. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all of the restrictions that come along with this new CBA, like mm-hmm. they they come into play now for okay. Phoenix. So that's when it's over. That's like when the owners have to come out their own pockets, right? Well, either way, the owners coming out of their own pocket, and it does carry like a higher penalty for like how much your tax. Okay. I don't know the numbers, but yeah, yeah. Let's say for a regular tax team, you know, you pay one dollar for every dollar that you spend over the tax. Mm-hmm. Like it might be like a dollar fifty, two dollars for every dollar that you're over the tax. Okay. Those aren't the numbers, but like that's just an example. Like that might be. I think that's a penalty for going over the second tax, but where it really hurts you, because um, like basically what happened is that the really rich owners mm-hmm. in the league were like, it's only money, like, so yeah. like they kept spending past what was supposed to be like the luxury tax limit, which was supposed to, you know, dampen mm-hmm. like people's appetite to spend more money. But later it was like, I mean, Balmer, I think, is worth more than like the next. 10 to 12 owners combined or something oh, like wow, that. Okay. Like, he's really yeah. rich and, his, and he compared to he's money. really into basketball. So he's like, yeah, whatever, however much it takes, let's do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, like, they to kind of level the playing field, like, now they've taken away certain team-building avenues that they had. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, now Phoenix won't be able to sign people with the um, mid-level exception. Okay. They won't be able to take, after next year, they won't be able to take back more money in a trade than they send out. Okay. It's like where I was saying, like before it was like 125, next yeah. year it'll be 110, mm-hmm. then it'll be 100. Like you bet, like you can't go a single cent over, over what? what you send okay. out. So you can't add salary that way. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what are the other restrictions? Like if you're over the second tax apron, that's a stupid name, but <laughs> if you're over tax that apron. limit for too many years in a row, like they take away your ability to trade future draft picks. Okay. Um, you can't sign players that were bought out of contracts. So mm-hmm. Like how before it was like, oh, you know, somebody on the last year of an expensive contract, they get traded somewhere and they're like, oh, we'll just buy them out. And then they go, Russell Westbrook. Okay, okay, <laughs> like okay. He, go, he goes to the Clippers. Yeah, like he wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah. They just wouldn't be able to sign anybody that was bought out of a contract. Okay. Um, so against like all these little loopholes that teams found the previous CBA mm-hmm. to continue to add good players and then continue to add salary on top of where like they were supposed to okay like all of those loopholes have basically been closed okay all right so the Suns basically have for the next one they don't have any draft pick well i shouldn't say well, that. Round, they don't right? have control <laughs> over any of their draft picks for the next seven years Jesus. so you know the nba rules that you can't trade first round picks in back-to-back years right yeah. mm-hmm. so they traded away all the first round picks that they could in the years in between those, they gave up pick swaps. So even if like oh, they, okay. like they wouldn't be able to take <clears throat> like, oh we got our first round pick this year because we traded the one for next year. Mm-hmm. Like no, that don't work. Like yo pick if it's low enough goes to Washington, then on the back end goes to Brooklyn. So okay, um, they're not in control of their draft pick for the next seven years. Jesus. They won't be able to sign anybody over a veteran minimum <laughs> for the next couple of years. And oh, that was the other thing. And you can't combine contracts anymore. In trades, like if you're over that second tax. So, okay. like my example last year, last week, where it was like, 
you can't take a ten dollar, ten million dollar contract and a five million dollar contract and go out and get a fifteen million dollar contract. Yeah, like you can do that now, but you won't be you able won't to be do able that to if you the tax. Okay, so like that was another way that teams were getting better players. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll sign, you know, Nicholas Batum for, you know, five million above what he's really worth. Because then I'm gonna use like that contract to combine with another one to go to out get somebody get who I really want. Okay, Eric Gordon or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, okay. Um, so again, like the Suns won't be able to do that. So like basically, this is their team, and they don't oh, have constructed. any. They really can't do anything. They can't really do anything. So they kind of screw themselves. Trade away one of the core. You know, like yeah. Aiden, they can still trade, I guess. Okay. Um, and they can turn Aiden into like two or three players. Yeah. That who? probably suck, but <laughs> they can at least get some more depth that way. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's looking pretty scarce for them yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't know. Um. But also, I get it, because, like, more than likely, they were going to be over the second tax anyway. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you might as well get a good player for it. Yeah, if you're going to be over to, like, bring back Chris Paul at 38 mm-hmm. and DeAndre Aiden, who you don't really want. And then you yeah. sign, like, one dude. Aiden, you never know what you're going to get. He'll come play one night, then one night you play like you don't want to be there. Uh, I was listening to something earlier this week, and they were saying, like, he definitely gets upset and doesn't play as hard if he's not getting the ball on offense which is like on this team you're never getting the ball yeah. on offense so, so he just like, be pouting yeah so he's just gonna be pouting um which big, is probably the frustration baby. of like monty williams and chris paul specifically yeah um but also i get it like that's been the story of big dudes forever like yeah you gotta get you gotta keep them involved offensively if you want them to do all the dirty work like yeah. defensively setting screens rebounding all that stuff so like i get it on both sides it's like you shouldn't do that, but it's also human nature to a degree. Yeah, to do it. Um, what else we got? Uh, so, as I mentioned, he had a no-trade clause. There were four teams, really, that were mentioned as potential destinations, the places that he would have waived his no-trade for. Uh, Washington wound up giving him permission to go and talk to these teams. So it was Phoenix, Miami, Milwaukee, and Sacramento. Uh, to your point, I thought he was just going to Miami because it seemed like they had the cleanest mm-hmm. fit. Yeah, it and made more sense. Pathway to make a trade. Yeah, um, but apparently Miami didn't really go. Like, they kind of acted like they, they wanted to get in, but they weren't really. Mm-hmm. They Phoenix was really recruiting them hard. They're like, hey, you know, like Katie, Book, all of them were like, yeah. yo, we need you to come. Like, come on, man, pick us, pick us. Miami was kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's cool. you if know. you want to come, it's cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, um, and like they didn't offer up hero at any point. Like I think it was like Lowry, Oladipo, and like maybe a first round pick or something is, like that. Is is he our age? He older, I think. Are you older than us? Okay. I, I want to say it was class of 04. Okay. I'm hearing like that. Miami, <laughs> that Miami fit would fit would have been crazy. Yeah. Um. And I mean, like he's been rumored to Miami for forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I do remember that. I don't know. It was interesting that Milwaukee was mentioned as a team that was interested in bringing him in and that he was willing to talk to. Mm-hmm. What would it, what would have it taken to get him here? Unless Chris Middleton was opting in, mm-hmm. um, and then they could have traded him. It, I think it almost had to have included Drew Holiday. Okay. Um, so Drew and Chris. Drew or Chris, one okay. of the two, um, would have to be like the matching salary. And given what he was traded for, it's like that would have been an overpay. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Bradley Bill is one of them dudes that you want to add to your existing pieces. Like you don't yeah. want to give up a piece. Like I don't think he's necessarily better in totality than 
Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday by themselves, especially not when he's like making double their salary. Yeah, no, it makes perfect um, sense. You get your points, you know, hold defense for none. <laughs> and like part of that is like, okay, can you recontextualize them? Like if he, yes, he's the number one option on Washington, a Washington team that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you bring him in as like the primary ball handler for Giannis, and then you have Chris Middleton also yeah, I think there. Yeah, you know, like if he's the second seat. or third yeah. option, a team that fits a little bit better, like mm-hmm. Miami, for example, like yeah. Because pretty much what they needed in the playoffs, which is somebody else that could get a bucket for themselves Mm -hmm. when Jimmy stopped going Super Saiyan. Yeah. But you can even say in the fit with the Suns, like he he damn near, if you think about it, he could be the fourth option. Because Aiden could be the third. Oh, God, no. <laughs> hey, no, that's... If, if Aiden, mean, if, if Aiden, Aiden actually comes out and... That's what I'm saying. If Aiden actually comes out and play. My concern, like, I don't hate... Like, from a talent standpoint, like, I don't hate it for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And, like, I understand what it does to their salary structure. And, like, he's super expensive. Like, his last year, I think he has, like, a $57 million Jesus player Christ. option. And he'll be 33. Jesus. Like, not great. Yeah. But... <laughs> like, he's also super... Like, I think he's underrated because... He mm-hmm. makes so much money. It's like one of the people yeah. where it's like their salary overshadows everything mm-hmm. that they do on the court because it's like, oh, he, he's not worth that much. It's like, okay, yeah, no, but he's still a borderline all-star. Yeah, he is. At worst. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and if he's in a better situation, like he's probably yeah. all, all yeah. NBA. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think people kind of went way too overboard with Bradley Bill hate, but at the same time, like, mm-hmm. I don't love this fit in Phoenix just because he's so redundant with what – Devin Booker does. Mm-hmm. Who who runs point? But but do you want Booker to run point? I mean, he already has the ball in his hands most of the time anyway. Yeah, but so, I don't know. I want Booker first first mind to be shooting to create shots for himself, not to have to create shots for everybody else. That's fair. But I mean, to be honest, like you mm-hmm. got Bill and Durant, like they getting their own buckets. So you don't this really is true. Yeah, KD to, uh, can shoot over anybody. So. Right. Like, um, it's the other people and like. I saw a meme. Remember uh, when I think it was Chris Anderson when he was on the Cavs mm-hmm. and like they didn't have nobody on their bench and he was just like laid out, like, yeah. taking a nap. Uh-huh. Well, not taking a nap, but look like yeah, like, like that's basically what Phoenix <laughs> bench gonna be like this year because they <laughs> nothing. Um, although I did see Kyle Kuzma was like flirting with KD on oh, online, so we'll see. That's still my dude, man. Okay, man, <laughs> do what you got to do, B. <laughs> Do what you gotta do to get where you need to get. <laughs> have you turned on any of the baby Lakers? Or are you still? No, no, I, I still support. I don't Randall, hate nobody. Russell, nah, Ingram. I, I don't hate nobody. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not like that. I mean, I know you don't hate them, but like, yeah. are there any of them like, uh, yeah, he was actually kind of mid. Like, <laughs> he was I don't have to mid. lie anymore. No. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not like that. Hey, but shout out to Frank Vogel, man. You got your you got your three headed monster there in, in in Phoenix, man, and I hope it works out for you. I just want well, whatever. Yeah, I'm happy. He fall into he right. fall into good opportunities, man. He be coaching some good players. But it also be like the ones where there's really no winning. Like even if you win, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna get any credit for it. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, you you didn't do nothing, right. nigga. Hey, but um, again, like. Just because we're speaking of Frank Vogel, like um, the Chris Paul thing, Chris Paul coming to L.A. Mm. Like after I talked about it, like on a pod last week, like I kind of sat and I thought about it. And I was like, it would actually work because like what the key ingredient was for when we won, 
in the bubble was that people really don't um, put that much credit on is Randall. I mean, not Randall, um, Rondo. Like, without Rondo, we would not have won that championship. Rondo making easy opportunities for AD, giving AD at least 10, 8 easy points, build up his confidence. Chris Paul can come in and do exactly that. Which is funny because they hate each other. But Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> to I mean, win. Rondo and Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Enough of <laughs> Rondo, um, he a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, I, again, like I said, Chris Paul, his whole family is in L.A. Like, mm-hmm. That's the part of the reason that he chose Phoenix in the first place is because it's close to L.A. I think it's like a, like, maybe an hour flight. Oh, okay. um, oh yeah, that's sweet. Speaking man. of Arizona, shout out to uh, KG, checking in in the comments. Shout out. What's going on, bro? From Phoenix. What's going on, brother? Also, Shell said what up. Shells, what up, E? He thinks Booker's due for an extension. Yeah, I think he's eligible yeah. next summer. Pay that man. Ooh, what else do we got anything else on bill um i think that's it for me right? yeah i didn't have nothing else on them um like to i mean point, i don't think it yeah. necessarily like puts them above denver but it no, just kind of solidifies them as like it's basically a team that they finished the season with and you're yeah. just subbing in bradley bill for chris paul mm-hmm. um like I think that they're expected to bring back all of their free agents, mm-hmm. so they're gonna be a fun team to watch. If anything, they're gonna be fun to watch. So yeah. I'm for it. One thing that to know is though, um, Bradley Bill his no trade clause rolls over. So like if this doesn't work in Phoenix, and Phoenix is like, ah uh, yeah, you know, like maybe we can turn Bill into something else. Like it's gonna be the same thing where it's like he gets mm-hmm. to pick. pick oh, where he want to go? He got it sweet, boy. Oh, he got his super sweet. I think sweet. we said that when they signed, like when they signed up to that deal, like first of all, it was way too much money, and like to give him a tr- no trade clause on top of that was just mm-hmm. stupid, uh, like stupid, <laughs> like because now you put yourself in this. Like I don't know what his market would have been like if it was just open bidding, mm-hmm. um, but you definitely would have gotten more than Chris Paul, Landry Shaman, and some second round picks. Yeah, like he almost went for nothing, almost. Yeah, which is nuts. Um. But, like I said, it is draft week. Uh, it's my favorite week of the year. I'll, <laughs> I'll say that. Of the NBA calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, Victor Wimbiyama is going number one to San Antonio. Uh, but after that, we have a little bit of intrigue. Um, the next two picks are Charlotte at two. And then his campaign starting next season. Um, I doubt it. Though, Maybe. I don't know. Um, I think that if they bring back a Koji and Tory Craig, one of them will start just because they need wing defenders. Because mm-hmm. um, as of right now, Kevin Durant is their best wing defender and their best uh, rim def- rim was it rim, rim, rim protector. Mm-hmm. Um, so please get KD some. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Booker's better on defense now than he used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, maybe he'll be more engaged. Um, but I think his ceiling is average defender deandre aiden depends on his effort level um so he can get more defense in that fifth spot um and just somebody that can open that can knock down an open three i think that's what you need to go with so i would assume craig or a koji um plus if they start campaign like that's way too small of a lineup so but anyway like i was saying draft is on thursday Wimbyama number one of the Spurs, uh, but then the next two picks are kind of up in the air. Uh, Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller both went back for a second visit with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, first, Scoot. shout out uh, Michael Jordan because he did finally sell his majority stake in the oh, yeah. Hornets. 
definitely shot um, up. I think it says like a three million dollar, three billion dollar uh, valuation. But how much he, he only? How much did he pay to get them? Less than a billion. Jesus, like, a couple Come hundred up. thousand. I think. Like, Come up. Maybe eight hundred thousand. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was not much because it was at like the lowest, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. Okay. The NBA franchise values were at, at the time, so he got it. He got a steal with that the deal that the NBA gave him. Excuse me, sorry about that. Um, but also that means that there are no majority black owners anymore. No black majority owners anymore in the NBA. So that sucks. At least until LeBron buys his team. Yeah, and that's going to happen. I'm sure. As soon as he retires. As soon as he retires. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Miller from Alabama and then School Henderson from the G League, they both went back to meet and work out for um, Charlotte for a second time. Um, and they were both supposed to meet with Jordan today or yesterday, I believe it was. Um, so they're deliberating between the two of them. Then three is Portland, who pr- probably just take whichever one Charlotte doesn't take. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Houston and Detroit rounding out the top five. Um, so, like, me personally, I like Scoot the best, out like, under Vic. Yeah, like, yeah I do is, too. <laughs> like, he's built, dude, he's... He's fucking hot, bro. Like, dude is Stop. huge, bro. Like his arms are nuts. Like I didn't know his he was his physique was like that. Like I was like, dude's fucking beast. Yeah, he built like a defensive end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that boy, like, and he's nineteen. Like, Crazy. And he's like, I get it. Like it's the NBA in twenty twenty three. Like mm-hmm. shooting is important, and Brandon Miller's a really good shooter. He's six yeah. nine. Um, he profiles as somebody that can be like a versatile defender. Mm-hmm. Defense kind of comes to go as a college, but it's college. Yeah. Um, it's just so like I see a lot of the argument for Miller at two is because he fits better with Lamelo. Like it's, okay. it's fit, it's fit, it's fit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because he's the best. No. Available player. And it's like Charlotte's in this position because like they don't have enough talent. <laughs> yeah. So you know like. You, if it works itself out over time, mm-hmm. but I always say, like, especially at the top of the draft, like, just go with the talent. Go with the talent. Go with the best yeah. player available. Uh, like, you know, drafting for fit at the top of the draft is how you wind up. This is the extreme example, but that's how you wind up with Sam Bowie over Damn. Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> well, we got to Clyde Drexler. We can't have both of them. It's like, okay, if you have, like, look at what Jordan and Pippen did together. Imagine Jordan and Drexler for man a decade. Scary. A like, yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like you said, like uh, Scoot is built mm-hmm. crazy, like he's six three, yeah, huge, solid. And then Lamelo six seven, six eight, mm-hmm. like he don't play defense anyway, so it doesn't matter if he hey, guards man. ones, twos. He threes. look good hooping. Though. He make hooping look good. I'm man. just saying, like it don't matter. You know, you gonna have a bad defender on there anyway, so it yeah, doesn't exactly. really matter. Like, you know, stick Scoot where you need to stick Scoot, and yeah. then put Melo on the other guy, and you'll kind of figure it out. It makes like, sense to, for them to get Scoot to me. Melo can shoot, so he can play off ball a little mm-hmm. bit. Plus, like, it never hurt. Like, look at what Phoenix just did. Like, you can never have too many ball handlers. Yeah, exactly. They'll be fun. They're already fun to watch, but get Scoop, definitely going to be tuning in. I mean, like, LaMelo's played his entire career with T- Terry Rozier. Like, how is it <laughs> different if you put Scoot in there? Or, I should, how is it any worse if you put Scoot yeah, in there? Yeah, put Scoot in there. Um... So yeah, personally, I would take Scoop to mm-hmm. um, Miller. I'm, I think by default he's the third best player because like I don't think there's another one that really jumps to that level. But like 
if you haven't seen clips of the Thompson twins, do yourself a favor. <laughs> I just watch. saw them because they. Yeah. Amen Thompson is the one that's expected to go higher. He's the one that's kind of like more of a point guard. Like they're identical, same mm-hmm. height, same face. <laughs> like they yeah, look the same. They do exactly like when they're on court, but like they play slightly different. Um, but like Amen is the one that's expected to go higher. He's more of a point guard. Okay. Probably goes number four to Houston. Um, do they go back back? They Brothers? could, because yeah, they could. I'll get to that point, but. Mm-hmm. Like, Amin Thompson, like, has crazy, like, both of them, but Amin especially has crazy bounce, like, mm-hmm. and a crazy first step, too. So, like, he just, like, drives past people so easily, gets in the lane, just, like, mm-hmm. rises up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, like, Scoot is a phenomenal athlete, and yeah. Amin Thompson like is a freak. an even better athlete in this draft, and he's six inches taller or whatever Jesus. it is. Like, yeah. but when I say he can't shoot, he cannot shoot. <laughs> so like that's a problem but they're also <laughs> 20 so oh, yeah. shooting comes eventually yeah they got um, time especially if he goes to Houston and Harden doesn't come back um like him Jalen Green KJ Martin squad down there they squad young hungry Shingoon doesn't really fit into what I was setting up, but like <laughs> just the number of athletes that they have on that team like yeah. the length the size Jabari Smith Jr mm-hmm. um like obviously not all those dudes will probably pan out in Houston, but like it, for young core of like dudes yeah. to kind of build together, like you have every every position kind of like um, with an in, an intriguing prospect at the very least. So like mm-hmm. I think throwing him into that mix should be pretty interesting. Um, now if they bring back Harden and then just go hog wild with a bunch of vets, then oh, wow. like <laughs> maybe go with like more of a scorer or like more of a wing, like a Cam Whitmore or okay. uh, well Gary Dick. That's too high for him, but like maybe Jarese Walker from the University of Houston. Okay. He's more of like a four. Um, but yeah, like those are some interesting names at four. And then like to your point, I think that the tw- Thompson Twins can go back to back because mm-hmm. Sewer is getting looks from Detroit, who has the fifth pick. Okay, and like he really fits the profile of for Detroit, like how Detroit has been drafting, which is youth, mm-hmm. athleticism, length, yeah. positional size. Like again, like he's a carbon copy of his brother. Okay, <laughs> so he's also long, athletic, <laughs> can jump out of the gym, like stuff like that. So yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Like, there are a couple of wild cards again. Um, oh, yeah. Shell said that the Twins are cold. I don't even know what Slash talking about. Congrats to that hoe, I guess. Oh, Brandon Miller and Scoop? Yeah, Scoop. Gotcha. Um,. <laughs> so there are yeah i'm not like i'm not camille so i'm not uh, running, I, just, yeah. I gotta get better my bad um but i lost my train of thought uh, oh a couple of wild wild cards so mm-hmm. one apparently new orleans is very interested in getting up to two or three to draft scoop mm. um new orleans okay there's one of two ways that they can get up there and that is Either one of their all-star forwards. <laughs> um, and apparently they're more open to moving Zion than they are to Brandon Ingram. Um, Makes sense. But allegedly, like, they're not interested in training either one of them. So, yeah. see. it's draft week. Everything that you hear, as far as rumors, uh-huh. take everything with 
a pinch and a half of salt. Like, half. You, like, every, <laughs> everything that leaks this week is leaked for a reason, and mm-hmm. it's not because <coughs> the public just needs to know what we're doing. It's trying to change, change the narrative. Exactly. <laughs> So maybe maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but like that that's at least the scuttlebutt around. Scuttlebutt. Um, <clears throat> so I have a, a, a couple of conspiracies based on things that have oh, been reported. Where you hood at? I forgot to wear a hood. I'm bring it down a little bit lower. Conspiracy brother. So this morning, Jake Fisher from uh, Yahoo Sports mm-hmm. tweeted out that Portland is expected to keep the number three pick unless they can trade it for a premium star. He gave examples of Paul George or Bam Adebayo, hmm. who the Blazers are preparing to make a significant offer to Miami for. Um, if you follow the Dame Lillard thing that I'm just completely tired of at this point, <laughs> um, Miami is like the number one destination, apparently, that if Dame were to request a trade, possibly, allegedly, maybe Miami would be at the top of that list. <laughs> he said Bam's okay. his boy He loved Bam Blah 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 So my conspiracy Is that It's not even really a conspiracy It's just like I feel like this is The Portland The Portland <laughs> This is the Blazers Just fucking with Miami Like mm-hmm. How does that shit feel Like when we throw Your star player In the trade uh, Rumors <laughs> And they get him mad at y'all Because like Oh y'all shopping me Y'all trying to trade me to Yeah so like that's a little bit of not reverse psychology in but, your face, right? Exactly. It's like we, we <laughs> throw bullshit out there too. Like Dame don't want to leave. We don't want to trade him. Leave us the fucking alone. Like basically, yeah. like that, that's what it. That's what it reads to me. But because like there's no way that the Heat are breaking up a team that just went to the finals. No, that makes no sense. That they'll add to it, but yeah, they're not gonna. Jimmy break and it Bam up. aren't going anywhere. No, that's the core. Yep. Um, second conspiracy though is okay. Number two. As I mentioned, there's a lot of scuttlebutt around Zion right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not, Speaking of butt. Speaking of butt. She hey, she went to the store and was like, let me get the 2X. <laughs> she got 2X anything, nigga. Man. That's about all that I can say comfortably on this show. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love. <laughs> um, but, like, it... it there's a lot of smoke around it. So, mm-hmm. one, obviously, basically since he got drafted, everybody's been like, oh, Zion's trying to get to New York. Mm-hmm. Trying, like, he doesn't want to be in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, what can New Orleans do to keep Zion happy so that he wants to stay here long term? Mm-hmm. Um, will he, you know, take the the qualifying offer when he's up for it after his rookie deal mm-hmm. to try to get out of there as soon as possible? Like, there's been noise basically since – the Pelicans won the lottery that year uh-huh. that Zion would try to go to a bigger market. So, like, that's nothing new. Mm-hmm. What has changed is that they just fired Teresa Weatherspoon, who's apparently, she was an assistant coach with the Pelicans, and she was apparently, like, Zion, the closest person to Zion in the entire franchise. Okay. Um, you obviously have all the social media stuff that's been going on with Zion, which... Mm-hmm. Really isn't that big of a deal, but yeah. you can see it being kind of like the last little tipping point if they uh, were for them like, to make a move. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he met with David Griffin, who's the GM of the Pelicans, last week. Okay, they had a sit down. It wasn't reported what they talked about, what the point of the meeting was. But that's the but it kind of <laughs> said, you know like. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you could see that being kind of like a come to Jesus moment. It's like, okay, what do we want to do? Where do you want to mm-hmm. go? Um, well, we gonna see you on the court. That's first thing. But, and like that, and so like last year, I believe it was last year or the year, like sometime when we were doing this podcast, mm-hmm. before he signed his extension, I'm like, is this the time to trade Zion? Like when there's all things about like, the, like basically they had to beg him to take a, a max contract. Mm-hmm. Which is never a good sign. It's like you just cut your losses. Like he's been injured for most of his career. Yeah, you could get crazy value because people are only going to see. Oh man, that, Zion, yeah. he's a you know mm-hmm. when he's on the court, he's great. Yeah, freaking extra. We, you know, maybe their training staff just sucks, and we can get him here. And he can be healthy. Yeah. Like that would again, like Bradley Bill from a couple of years. It's like a couple of years ago was the right time to trade these guys. If mm-hmm. you're trading them, if you're trading them now, you're basically trading them at their lowest value. Yeah. Um. So I, like, I just want to point that out. Like I've been <laughs> on this train for a long time, but this might actually be the time because if they if they do love Scoot as much as they've been rumored to, mm-hmm. you do have two teams, Charlotte who. They have Lamelo, mm-hmm. but then that's all, he's from South Carolina, so yeah, going back close, close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any team that needs a marquee star, it's Charlotte. It's Char- he he went to Duke. Mm-hmm. It makes uh, sense. They have a new owner, and if, as we've seen from Phoenix, new owners do irrational things sometimes yeah. that you can take advantage you gotta of. Put butts in seats. Um, like that is it, the same way that. The Lakers getting the four pick that year was a, a, a get out of jail free card as far mm-hmm. as like trading AD and getting some back of value. Yeah, like if you're gonna trade Zion, you might as well do it in a year when there are you, yeah, you know, potential cornerstones in the draft at a place that you can get up to by using that Zion. Just get out of the Zion Williamson mm-hmm. business at that point. But like to me, like that's the rationale between behind looking into it right now. And okay. honestly, if Scoot is there. I say, I say, do it. Mm-hmm. I say, go for it. Um, it makes sense, and especially if he's there at three. Like Portland is desperate to get a star in there next to yeah, next to next Dame. To Dame. Yeah, and so again, like you can leverage that into you probably get more <laughs> out of them than just the three pick for Zion because oh, yeah. again, you it's, get Zion and Dame <laughs> Dame Willard. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a two for one trade. So. Um, no, that if there is a sense. time to make that trade, it's now mm-hmm. because you know exactly the player that you're getting, and you know that that's the guys you want, and that you want to build your franchise around. So, because you know, like anytime these stars get traded, it's always for like four draft picks that one of them might wind up being like a mid lotto pick at best. You know, yeah. like it's more than likely it's going to be some mid. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Like, it's the it's the allure of oh, it could be anything. Uh, <laughs> Mystery box, right? So. Like having that certainty to me, it, it will be like if you are ready to move on. Like now is the time. Time to do, to do so. it. Mm-hmm. No, that makes perfect sense. And like nobody can really blame you at this point. It's like yeah, it just, yeah. If he, like you if said, he goes to losses. Portland or Charlotte and he gets healthy and he goes on like, like that's a what, run of all NBA. Teams, we knew like, we knew he had it in him, bro. You saw what we, you saw what he did. <laughs> he exactly. Like, how are we supposed to know he was supposed to be healthy? And that's the other thing. Like they have his medicals. Like they know his body better than mm-hmm, any other anybody. team in the league. So yeah. like if you're willing to, you know, if you know something that nobody else knows, you might as well get out while the getting's good. Yeah, exactly. Me to holler, LeBron get some of that secret serum. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, but speaking of top two picks from the uh, twenty, what was that 2018 draft? 2019. 
whatever it was. John Morant was suspended 25 games by the NBA. Um, the league <laughs> office found Morant intentionally and prominently displayed a gun while in a car on May 13th, mm-hmm. the second such occurrence over the last three months. Um, the NBA said in their press release that Morant wielded the firearm, firearm while knowing that he was being recorded and that the recording, the recording was being live streamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jai will be required to meet certain conditions by the NBA before he can return to action for the Grizzlies. Um, and he'll be ineligible to participate in any league or team activities during his suspension. So he can't practice. He can't come to games. But that part don't make sense. Like, I think you should want him to still be around the team because I think he needs that more than anything during this suspension. I am inclined to agree, but mm-hmm. playing devil's advocate, you could argue that maybe being away from everything and having all of it taken away from him is him like the wake-up call that he needs to kind no, of correct his you. behavior. Yeah, I get you. But I did like read... You can't hold his hand forever. I did read that like his camp was was um, putting out um, that it was actually a lighter, that it wasn't a, a real gun. As I said, when they tried to do the whole toy gun thing, it's even stupider That's to, the not, dumbest to shit. have like not a fake gun <laughs> <laughs> after you just got in trouble for having a real gun. Knowing the block is hot, you finna get popped. You just go have a light, but why you wouldn't have just hit the, the lighter trigger when the thing was on? You like, oh, nigga, y'all thought you got me, nigga. Psych, motherfucking lighter. Like, nigga, that, that's stupid, bro. <laughs> like this, it's like makes going no into a sense, place and like robbing it with a with a with a cap gun. Like nobody else knows that it's fake, so like they gonna react to it like it's real. And that, now you don't put your life in danger. Or your livelihood, in this case, in danger <laughs> for a toy. Like, hey, just no think sense. about it, like you outside, you smoking a cigarette or something. You see Ja walk by, like, oh, Ja, man, hey, you got a lighter, nigga, pull out the gun, lighter. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just so. Stupid. It's stupid, dude. It really is. Uh, two Twenty-five games. games, though. Yeah, I mean, like that seems like an appropriate. Yeah. Like I. I Ask the question a while, like, what exactly is he being suspended for? Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, say what you will about the Second Amendment, guns are legal. So, like, it's not like he he's not allowed to have guns. Um, but they say contra- conduct detrimental to the league. Um, okay. So it's an image issue. Yeah. But still, it's your second offense. Like, I can understand the first time, being like, oh, I you know I can have guns on IG Live. Like, you could, it, it's flimsy, but you can at least play the ignorance card yeah exactly oh i didn't but know. the second time around just like dude you know you get in trouble for this exactly but then bro a lighter bro <laughs> not even the real one bro just, just that that makes no sense bro uh, hey but i really hope that like we said this last time bro i really hope you get it together bro like enough is enough job like you can't keep you can't keep getting away with this, bro. You can't keep making decisions like this. Like apparently, his camp pushed back against it. But um, ESPN said yesterday that people from around Ja were trying to make it out that the NBA is out to get him and that the NBA media is out oh, to get wow. him. It's like okay. there is no group more motivated to look the other way when John exactly. Morant does dumb shit than the NBA. Exactly. Like, and the NBA next. media. Like, everybody is making, like, everybody makes money off of him. Like, exactly. being on the court. People pay to come see this man. There's no benefit for them to just, you know. At all. This man jumps out, out. jumps out the building, bro. 
Yeah, he's too he's too phenomenal of a player that people want to watch. Like he puts ass and he put asses in seats, bro. Like it don't. <laughs> now that's funny, goddammit. Hey, Sly, I need you to write my material, my nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. I like that one. <laughs> but yeah, man, hey, I, either way it goes, man, like he has to um, do these 25 games, but I just hope it wasn't a lighter or a toy. Because again, that's dumb as hell. But just hopefully this time away helps them make some, you know, change, helps them grow up a little bit. And I think it's going it to lit a fire underneath them, though. Like, I really think after this, he really go try to, like, set the league on fire like y'all thought it was sweet. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see what he's going to do after this suspension is over. I hope everything changes. I hope he stays over social media for a little bit and just, you know, do what he needs to do to make better decisions. Again, like, I, I feel like it's like he just signed Wimby. He got to keep job if he makes another mistake. They are standing by him, mm-hmm. um, which speaks to the point. Like, nobody is rooting for John Morant to fail, especially the all. people that are in business with him. So yeah. it's like, please take the olive branch. Please, take, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, take the handout that they're trying to give you because yeah. if you were less a player, like, they would have got rid of you a long time ago. Oh, yeah, for, absolutely. You this ain't David Stern's NBA anymore where, he, you know, takes personal vendettas to the max like no like the nba <laughs> is definitely in a partnership with the players now and you know it's to your benefit so john mm-hmm. just get your head out your ass yeah that's all you gotta do boss anyway so we have um free agency actually opens on july t- technically on july 30th the evening of july 30th not july sorry june 30th Mm-hmm. July 1st um, so people are opting in and opting out of their player options for next season um, the players to opt in so far have been Danilo Garinari going back to Boston um, Gary Trent Jr. picked up his $18 million option with Toronto and then Damian Jones picked up a $2 million option with Utah um, Kyle Kuzma has opted out Kuz. of his contract with Washington he's expected to cash in in free agency um, and then we still have a couple player options that are pending that include Chris Middleton, James Harden, Jordan Clarkson, Taylor Horton, Horton Tucker, mm-hmm. and Christos Porzingis. Okay. Um, I forgot he was watching. If I had to guess, Middleton opts out and resigns Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. James Harden opts out and I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> um, Clarkson opts out. Horton Tucker probably opts in. And then Porzingis is really the wild card because obviously they just traded Brad Beal. So I don't know what that means for him. Um, shout out to Lou Will. After a 17-year NBA career, he has announced his retirement from basketball. Shout out. He is a three-time NBA. <laughs> He's a three-time <laughs> NBA Six Man of the Year award winner, and he is the all-time leader in bench scoring in the NBA's history. Lou Will, shout out, man. Definitely was a fun player to watch. The he was a top player in our high school class. I remember that. Oh, for real? I was watching the rankings from like when we were freshmen. Like, who the fuck is Lewis Williams? <laughs> <laughs> man, man, it turned out to be Lemon Pepper. <laughs> man, left the bubble. Never mind. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned before, Michael Jordan sold his, ma- his majority stake in the Charlotte Hornets mm-hmm. to Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall um, for an approximately $3 billion valuation. Once the sale is complete, Jordan will keep his minority stake <coughs> and maintain a presence with the franchise. The Golden State Warriors have uh, hired 
Mike Dunleavy Jr. to be their next general manager. Uh, Dunleavy Jr., who had a 15-year NBA playing career, is elevating in the front office to replace Bob Myers, who stepped down after four titles. Congratulations. Fun fact about Mike Dunleavy, he went to, I want to say it was Nicolay. It was some area high school because his dad was the coach for the Bucks then. Oh, with the Nicolay? No, but I think it was He Nicolay. played for the Bucks too, right? He did briefly play for the Bucks. Um, keep talking. I'm going to look up his high school. Okay. But, yeah, hey, um, congratulations, man, to Mike Dunleavy um, stepping up. See, Bob Myers stepped down to four titles, man. Yeah, he got they out before he had to resign. Yeah, I was just going to say. Like, <laughs> oh, that was another opt-out. was uh, Draymond opt-out. Oh, yeah, he did. Draymond. But, yeah, man. Dun- I had no clue that Dunleavy, went- he went to a local school here, though. Uh, he attended University of School in Milwaukee his freshman year and Homestead High School Homestead. his sophomore year. Okay. Univer- the University School has a beautiful campus. I bet. We played <laughs> baseball over there. I was like, no, it's like a like we going to college or something. You know, it's, it's money around. Yeah, it's hella money. If you chose to Okay, so KG asked in the comments if you had to choose between Drew Brook or Middleton, I'm assuming, um, any combination of the three, who would you keep? Uh, Middleton is a given just because of what he means to the franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it depends on what are they just like off the team or are they, you know, are we using them to get another player? Because if it's just you know, Brooklyn's in in free agency, or mm-hmm. they trade Drew for something, then resign Brook. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it depends on what's coming back. Like in a vacuum, I would say the top two players that the Bucks have are Middleton and Drew. But like Brook is so important. It's just like with the new coaching staff. Like I don't know if there will, if Drew, if Brook will be as important because like I don't know if they're still gonna be running drop defense okay so his skill set was like it was tailor-made for it was maximized with buzz system like if they're not planning to run that type of defense anymore then his Mm -hmm. value is a little bit less like he still has obvious value because he's a good basketball player he can do so much um he has so much versatility on offense and he's a dynamic rim, rim protector but if they're not going to drop defense, then like that puts him on the perimeter a little bit more. That makes him switch a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, he's effective, but not as effective as a, at the level screener. Yeah. Um, so again, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> plus, plus, like Giannis doesn't want to play center, so yeah. like you need a big body to take that load off of him. Pause. Mm-hmm. Um, no, hey, yo. <laughs> but like you do have Bobby Portis, so. You at least have a big that can step in. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, what does Sly say? That's how it was when G-Town got their new football field. I stepped on the field like, damn, y'all got money. Yeah, got yeah, money. <laughs> we got money. <laughs> uh, where we at? Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo on Thursday signed a bill pledging $380 million in taxpayer money towards a $1.5 million <laughs> stadium for the Oakland Athletics to move to Las Vegas, leaving only the approval of the Major League Baseball to finalize the first relocation of a franchise in nearly two decades. Man, I feel sorry for Oakland, dude. The city of Oakland, like, they, like, keep losing their teams, dude. 
Um, and I know that uh, what's Al Davis's son name? Mark. Yeah, it's Mark. He is upset. <laughs> like basically, <laughs> the A's forced him. According to him, the A's mm-hmm. forced him to move out of Oakland because, like, they kept blocking all of the stadium proposals that he tried to get through to keep the Raiders in Oakland, okay. uh-huh. just for for y'all to the A's come to work. turn around and then and come then to Vegas, where I'm at. To Vegas, that's the, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so let's see, the A's whose lease at the Oakland Coliseum runs through 2024 are expected to move by 2025 at the latest um, to Las Vegas a city that before the NHL's Golden Knights arrived in 2017 shout out to them they just won the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. finals um, didn't have a major professional sports team the team's hope the team hosts the proposed stadium a $30,000 I mean 30,000 seat retractable roof building at the site of the Tropicana Hotel on the Las Vegas Strip would be ready by 2028 they put a stadium on a strip I mean well I was gonna say like the football stadium yeah. yeah, like the football stadium is like across the highway, but it's basically yeah. adjacent to the street. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, until then, the A's will play about 30 minutes to the west at their AAA affiliates 10,000-seat park before moving into the smallest stadium in MLB. Hmm. But, yeah, man, I feel sorry for her. Also, Mark Davis is pissed because he's like, this city only can support so many teams. So why the fuck are you moving <laughs> your mm-hmm. raggedy ass? <laughs> like, it's cutting into his market share too. So, but sorry, you. I was cutting. I cut you off. No, I was just saying. I really do feel sorry for Oakland. Yeah, like for the sure. city of Oakland. Well, that's a lot of money lost, a lot of jobs, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like even the Warriors moving across the bay mm-hmm. like, was detrimental. But yeah, to lose the Raiders and the A's completely is just that's horrible. Yeah. Um, another horrible note. Um, West Virginia basketball coach Bob Huggins resigned. He was actually arrested for DUI. I believe it was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he blew like twice the le- the legal limit in the state. I would never get why people drink and drive. Like it's too many options out here, bro. You got people you can call. You got Lyft. You got Uber. You can s- still get taxis public transportation like it's too many options bro there's no reason for it there's absolutely no reason like it is so fucking dangerous for you to be driving drunk like i just saw this show is called um like live pd or whatever it was about a guy he went out drinking with his friends and he got arrested and pulled over they said he was driving you know erratically or whatever come to find out like he killed somebody had no clue like when he finally sobered up and they told him like dude like you killed somebody tonight like he couldn't do nothing but break down and cry he was like my life is over all this stuff just making one stupid decision like no bro and only your life is over people the person exactly like Like, no no drinking a driver is never cool it's never worth it not at all if you see somebody or you with somebody and they drink and you take their keys and do what you got to do you know i just realized we skipped over what draft stuff who do you want the lakers to take at 17. i would do um when I was I like um, <laughs> he know what I was gonna say. <laughs> he likes a certain player from Kansas. Yeah, his last name is Dick. I was gonna say I like Dick. <laughs> no way for the set me up. But yeah, I like <laughs> from Kansas. His name um, is Grady Dick, by the way. Yeah, Grady Dick. Yeah, Grady from from Kansas. I like him. <laughs> um, but also um. 
<laughs> uh, the shooting guard, the freshman shooting guard from Arkansas, um, Nick, Nick, Nick Smith. Yeah, I like him too. Um, so you want them to bring in some more shooting? And- yeah, I want. Yeah, I want a two guard, two guard shooter. Okay. Yeah, that's solid. I did see that the Bucks are shopping Grayson Allen, hoping to pick up a late first round pick. Um, personally, I like uh, what's his name, Jaime Jaquez Jr. from UCLA. Jaime Jaquez. He's like six eight. He's not real athletic, which is like my main concern. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just lo- I love his game. It's so smooth. Um, he's like six eight. Can dribble, pass. He can shoot a little bit. It's not knockdown, but mm-hmm. it's passable, and you can tell like he'll get better. Yeah. Um, but he like, I love watching him play at UCLA. Um, I think he'll be a good pro. One day for me to watch, like every year, I kind of like gravitate towards <clears throat> specific players. And I actually, uh-huh. like, not to toot my own horn, yeah. I do have a pretty good track record. Two, two, like. Donovan Mitchell was one. Devin uh-huh. Bain was one. You was heavy. Jalen Williams Mitchell. was one. Mm. Like every year, I have like kind of a guy. I'm like, ah, I like, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year is uh, Kobe Bufkin from Kobe Michigan. Bufkin. Kobe Bufkin. Bufkin. Okay. Yeah. From Michigan. It's like a six five, six six, two guard. He's super skinny. Like that's his, that's his knock. Okay. But like his, I think he's finished like sixty six to seventy percent of his, uh, like his baskets. At the hoop, mm-hmm. so like he's a really good finisher. Oh, he can okay. shoot from the outside. He can, he can. He ran point for Michigan last year. He profiles is more of like a combo guard too. Okay, um, but he can be kind of like a primary initiator. His defense is really good. Like he blocks a lot of shots for a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how Dwayne Wade was. Okay, like he's not Dwayne Wade, but like yeah. just in that same thing. Like that's the only other guard that I can think of that really like blocks shots like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like Buffkin. That's my guy. Buffkin. Um, okay. Other thing, I was I was watching Scoop tape last night actually, um, and first of all, shout out to Boxing One and Hoop Intellect. Those are two okay. YouTube accounts that I follow for like draft stuff. So, like they'll put together like these scouting videos that basically like show the, the strengths and weaknesses of guys. So like if you want to, okay, like Hoop Intellect, I think his are a little bit shorter, probably like. 10-ish minutes, but boxing one, his is about 20. Okay. Um, but, like, they put it together, and it's like, oh, he does this good, this good, this good, and it mm-hmm. shows you, like, clips of, like, them doing that stuff, and then he shows you, like, their areas of improvement. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, definitely check that out. And then gives you examples of that stuff, too. So, like, especially after the draft happens and, like, mm-hmm. you want to get to know a little bit more yeah, about, like, yeah, who the Lakers guy. pick. Yeah. Like, that's a good a good. Um, All of a sudden, the 17 pick come play like, who? <laughs> right to the YouTube. Oh, like, oh okay, he nice. He nice. <laughs> That's the thing. Like they always put like the 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 positive stuff first, cause like I'll be uh-huh. I'll be invested. Like oh yeah, shit, he got that move in his. Okay, he nice. He nice, and then they get to the other stuff and be like, yeah, he can't dribble though. Like ah, <laughs> you sold me too quick. <laughs> but I was watching school like the school video yesterday. Um, like his athleticism reminds me of. Russell Westbrook. Okay. Whereas, like, Ja was more like Derrick Rose. Okay. But, like, they're both, like, those types of athletes. Like, to Mm -hmm. give you an idea of, like, where Scoot is at, like, that's the type of athlete that we're talking about. Like, it's a lot more power. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, Ja and Derrick Rose, like, they kind of, like, float a little bit more. Like, Uh they got a little bit more shiftiness side to side. But, like, if Scoot gets downhill, like, he's detonating at the rim. He's a tank. Crazy. Um, sorry. 
back to the bottom of the rundown. So on the Adam Schefter podcast this week, free agent right running back Dalvin Cook mentioned his desire to team up with a uh, free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you said, AO for shells, but I'm Grady Dick. Yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> Hey, people, this is Megan's jersey just say dick on the back of it. Oh, like, hey, yo. <laughs> oh, uh, somebody said they hope he gets drafted by Orlando so that Kim and Jalen Suggs will be Suggs dick. God damn. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Um, oh, yeah, Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins are trying to team up. I did see that uh, apparently Stephon Diggs is pissed off because he restructured his contract and then they didn't go hard after Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Like, what I do that for? Yeah. Gotta um, get up out of here. I don't know if that's true or not, but that was just what I saw on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then we'll close out with two wrestling-related things. So wrestling. AEW de- debuted their new Saturday night show called Collision this week. It's on TNT. Um, that will be essentially CM Punk's show. Because he is not allowed to be around the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And he was shooting, shooting. <laughs> Did you see his uh, promo? Yeah, I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with um, CM Punk, bro. I don't <laughs> see what people see in him, man. I don't like the guy. You don't like him because he beefing with Kenny Omega yeah. in real life. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, he, they really don't fuck with right. each other. Like, it's damn their own site. Like, these I, niggas had a brawl, bro, in the back. Like, they had to for Somebody real. got bit. Like, this is real fighting, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck this wrestling <laughs> shit, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> like, CM Punk called them, like, the white dude equivalent of bitch-ass niggas. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what do you call me, buddy? What are you? <laughs> I got <laughs> I think said somebody threw a chair. Like, it was like a real life. Boy. Yeah, like, they was walling, bro. That's funny. <laughs> um... But yeah, like they apparently have three shows now. So they have yeah. Dynamite Collision and then um what's the one on Friday night? Friday. What is Friday night? Um Rampage. Rampage. I was like, don't give me the line. Like I watched Honestly my TV was already on TNT and then I remember <laughs> that the show was on. But like <laughs> I came back and CM Punk was on. I was like, Oh yeah, it started today. Um but like, I tried watching after that and like it's So oh. I think the next match was like Wardlow and uh, the dinosaur, what's his name? Lucius. Oh, Lucius, yeah. And it's like, it's just it's I watch that don't quite. It it don't feel click. Exactly, like, it don't feel right. The only people I watch is is Kenny the Omega. elite, yeah, Kitty Omega, and then um Scissor Me Daddy, <laughs> um Daddy Ass. That's the only that, that's the only reason why I watch yeah. now. It's like other than that, I'm cool on them. And the thing is with with the uh, the claim, like I can just go watch they. They oh yeah, you right. Like, yeah, like they put everything. Like they put the whole damn show on socials. Like, yeah, they really I, I don't do. even have to watch. Yeah, um, scissor me. They squabbling, <laughs> daddy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I try. I'm like they slow and they're big ass dudes trying to do little dude moves and then they. Warlow, he they they push the hell out of him. Warlow. Yeah, like he just, just, some, just a he big, do some nice moves. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, he's just a big dude, big meaty man. You know, uh, they like to push the, the meaty niggas. Damn not. Like, Pause, man. I'm sorry. Like WWE. I'm, I'm wilding. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's your big meat. Episode. I apologize, man. Damn, big meat. Hey, Camille, can that can that be the title of the big meat episode? Big meat and Grady Dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got we got the meats. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, meat to meat. Meat, 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 meat to meat allegations. 
Me to me. Hey, we got a picture of me holding some sausages too, bro. Ah, me to me. From Blickies to Glizzies. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> WWE. Uh, did you watch SmackDown on Friday? Yes, I did. Can I just say, I've said it on this show before. Uh huh. But the Bloodline storyline is cinema, it's Dude, art. The best thing I've seen in wrestling, like it, since it, back in the, since like, Austin and Rock, bro. Like, I, I had seen it out it, after bro. this show. I'm like, can wrestlers win Emmys? Because dog. They should. They've been like, telling this, this story forever, dog. Three, three years. That's One story, bro. And it's still lit. It's cracking. It's riveting. It's better now <laughs> than it was before, bro. It's just like, what the... Like, I really did. I was like, dog, what else can they possibly do? Like, for real. And then they just one-up themselves. I'm like, dog, yeah. this is nuts, bro. That's crazy. So for those that didn't see SmackDown this week, um, <laughs> so Jimmy, Jimmy Uso... Turned on Roman Reigns a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, and like Roman's been trying to get Jay to stay yeah. in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. He it got he got him a, a title shot last week. He's like this week. He's like, yeah, man, you gonna take over for me? You gonna be the next chief? Uh -huh. Um, it was all it's you know it's obvious manipulation or whatnot. Yeah, and they played it off like Jay was like really going with it. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, man, like uh, what, I don't remember what he said to his brother, but he's basically like, yo. You out of the bloodline. I don't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if they could, because that's how they would right, really right. be talking. So I, just, <laughs> I, I don't really fuck like with it. you. You out. And then, like, he let it breathe for a minute. He's like, and I'm out too. And they caught him with Roman the super kick. The ah. Dude, he sold them kicks like that. He was, he was selling the shit out of them, bro. I was like, these niggas with the Shawn Michaels um, sweet kid cap. They was sweet kid the shit out of him. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, Russo deserved three of them hoes. Yeah, like for real. No, the crowd went crazy. It, yeah. Like, it's again, like, it's moments like that with wrestling that, like, makes all the bullshit that you guys sit through. Like, exactly. Um, Build up for for them to have they, the tag match, man. Everybody mm -hmm. want to see it. So that would be at Money in the Bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank. Roman and Solo against the Versus Usos. Usos. That's going to be a. That's going to be a good-ass match. Like, I haven't been excited to see no tag match in so damn long. I was like, damn, this is going to be a good-ass match. Because it's like, where else? Like, I really want to know where else could we go now. So it's like, is this the icing on the cake? And we finna just veer to something different. It's like, what? Like, it makes it, they draw us in for the past three years for, like, a moment like this. It's like, damn, like, like what else can we do right now? But, yeah. Like they the saviors of like they're part like one again part of the reason why like I caught like my, my love for watching wrestling again because it reminded me like back in the day like how we were so consumed into like these characters or into these like storylines and stuff like that so yeah it's been super um, enjoyable to watch. So there's a question for you in the in the uh, document. Yeah, in the I document. assume it's from Camille, but I don't know for sure. Okay. With how the bloodline story has continued to progress. Are you happy that Cody didn't win at WrestleMania so that this storyline could continue? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for I'm a huge Cody fan. For y'all that don't know, uh, he's the reason why. Like I watched him at AEW. Um, like I watched him. Like that's my dude. Like he's like my top favorite wrestler. Him and Kenny Omega. Um, I trust the process of whatever story that's going to happen. Like. I am kind of glad that he didn't win because there's so much more that they can do with the storyline. The only thing that sucks now is that they're stuck trying, like he's fighting people just to fight him now. Like he fight Dominic, bro, at the, at the fucking pay-per-view. It's like, for what, bro? 
Like he with the Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of him. Now, he, now his, his hand broke. He got a cast on. So like now they're just trying to figure out because you don't want him to beat Seth Rollins for um, the heavyweight title because you want him to be the one to beat Roman. Roman. So now it's just like now this damn near could take up a year at next year WrestleMania for them to finally fight for the actual title. So it's like now what do we do? Um, so but I'm I, happy that he did because now you can tell multiple stories. But I hope that they get back to figuring out what like they can actually do with Cody because now it feels like it's getting stale or it feel like it's like, you know, I don't want it to lose the luster of like him coming back and like he has one of the best interests in wrestling. Like they spend the whole fucking budget on his pyro and shit like that. Like he's the chosen one. Like he is like he's supposed to be next up or whatever. So yeah, just like him fighting Dominic, that really pissed me off. Uh, like I'm really pissed about that. Like he could have. I would have rather him fight Damian Priest, like beef with him I, I, instead of Dominic. But I, I get the calculation though, mm -hmm. right? So one because his dad. That. No, I was mm -hmm. just gonna say because he gets booed more than anybody in the country in the company. Yeah, like, they booed the shit out. They booed the shit out of that. Yeah. Like they don't even they let. The shit out of it's uh, it's Ray Mysterio's son. They don't even they let don't him talk. Like. He can't he even get promos off, bro. He raised the mic up to his mouth, and it's just, boom. They can't get promos boo. off. Like, no. he damn near have to stop talking and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I get it. Like, again, like, if you're trying to build up a baby face, like, you have yeah. him fight crazy-ass Brock Lesnar, and then you have him fight All the dude that like, everybody yeah. already hates anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just way, that like, it's, it's, it's steps to it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, part of it is, like, last year, he came in at Mania. He had the feud with, with uh, Seth. Did that. And then he got hurt. Yeah. So, like, all the storytelling that they were supposed to do last year to kind of build them up to be ready for WrestleMania, like, they didn't have that. Basically, yeah. when he came back at the Rumble, it was just like, it's like, okay, I'm the number one contender yeah. now. Like, he ain't have, he don't have a story. No, he just came up, back, like, not his nigga number one. For everybody to be like, oh, yeah, he he, he overcame the, like, mm -hmm. all, like again, we talking about the, the bloodline, been doing this story for three years. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to have that backstory for people to really get invested in. So, yeah. like. I get how you're built. They're building up Cody to then get his redemption against Roman next year, mm -hmm. essentially, right? Yeah. So I get it. It's just like you kind of have to, like, to get to a, from A to Z. You yeah, gotta you got to do all the in between. E. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I just hope that I just don't. You don't I don't want to get. Yeah, I don't want to get bored with it. I don't want it to get you know but stale or outdated fair, or like, anything like the that. The woes are louder every week. So yeah, like the car, like he's over, over. Right, like right. ain't nobody more over than Cody. Like everyone, like in, everyone loves Cody. And I'm like, I like nigga. I've been here. Not everybody. Like, well, not everybody, <laughs> but still, I'm like, I'm saying, I'm still not. Still yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, he but I get I it. Know. You know, like everybody else, like it's not. But yeah, so I hate when everybody jump on the bandwagon when you've been there. You be like, nigga, I've been here. I've been here for years. Damn, jumping the bandwagon, he never wins. So you, you yeah. gotta pick one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he ain't got no fans. He ain't gonna be champ. Um, yeah, but that does it. That does it for this week. Yeah. We got hour. We got hour and eleven minutes out of this. Oh yeah, we did. We did good. We yeah, I haven't talked this much on this podcast. I know it's first time <laughs> me and you did it. To, um, did the pod together. Thank you. For, uh, yeah, I, I, I had enough. I had enough pause moments, bro. Like I had enough. Of, I had to, I had to like Brandon myself. Marshall. On hey, on what? On like, hey, yo, come on. <laughs> I, I do apologize. I was walling. I was walling. I was very fragrant. Hey, you still don't have the most flagrant comment of the day. That goes to Tim in our group chat, which I will not. Oh share, yeah. But yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> hey, that guy is wild. <laughs> That's a wild boy. But no, get, get well soon, my brother. Yeah, it's like you feel better, bro.
And shout out again to Camille and her Absolutely. family. Absolutely. Love you, sis. Uh, yeah, for sure. Thinking about you. Love you guys. Um, but with that being said, we're going to wrap up this episode. Mm-hmm. We're two weeks away from 300. Yeah, damn. Speaking of which, hey, yeah, shout out to 400, out here, folks. They the OGs, bro. We just trying to get to get there, man. Four hundred. That's a lot of episodes, bro. That's a commitment for real, for real. That's a marriage. (laughs) 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 I mean, the way uh, Tony and Q uh, argue, man, they be going at it, bro. Uh, but yeah, shout out to y'all. We gotta do something special for three hundred. We gonna we're gonna brainstorm, um, but we do also accept the uh, cash. So if y'all just wanna <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, oh, um, hit up the website, man. Get, get y'all some tech file merch, yeah, man. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. So go to. I was gonna say go to our website. We don't have that anymore. Uh, but the link is in our bio um, of all of our social medias, um, technical file or technical file, tech. Uh, the, the, remind me. Thank you. <laughs> Technical file or technical file podcast on all your streaming. I mean, all your all your social. Jesus Christ, all your social media sites. We need to get out of here. I've talked too much. This all week. your sausages. That's what it sounds like. It's for this way. As wild as this episode, man. Yeah. Don't, don't try to lump me in with nah, all nah. like, uh, I ain't gonna be the only one out here, goddamn. They heard this shit. <laughs> all your social media platforms. Um, I am on Twitter only, uh, or at least that's the only one that's public. So at Bucks of Burner. Mm, that is it. That's all. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram, K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to Camille, C A M I L L E M O N A E um, on was it Twitter? Yeah, Instagram Twitter, and Instagram, and PSN Streets. Um, and then 2K Tim Hogwarts. is Timkins3. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, yes, T I M K I N Z D number three, number three. aka Ass Ketchum. <laughs> I was missed to give it to you, aka aka missed to give it to you. <laughs> dilly dilly. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week, man. <laughs>